Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, guys. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's you live from my home studio in beautiful los angeles adjacent we'll call it la puente but uh we'll call it also los angeles anyways this is the all dodgers podcast (laughs) what is going on my party people happy thirsty thursdays making that at least official when we're doing these damn shows of course you know me i am clint you can find me as real frg on the social media things including this youtube channel please do consider subscribing to it hitting a thumbs up on this video really helps out the damn channel uh this much i do promise you on today's show we are talking about of course the rookie sasaki rumors that that's the hottest ticket uh of the day when it comes to dodgers news Uh, A little bit of thoughts on the Brian Hudson trade and why it was another big win for the Dodgers. More stuff you've kind of already heard, but hey, now I'm going to talk about it. And uh, we'll break down the Yoshi Yamamoto contract details a little bit, unless we're feeling froggy and we decide to pivot. And then we'll talk about other things. I do want to talk about Hot Stove and why this team is pretty okay as it is, but I want your guys' thoughts about um, some of the free agent names some of the trade names that we have heard linked to this team. So I'm going to dive into the comments. I'm going to have a damn good time with you guys. I hope you guys are ready to have a good time again. Happy thirsty Thursday. And yes, drinking out of a Jim Beam glass because we are classy or something like that. Uh, let's see. DKM in the stream. What is going on? DKM says, what up? Clint Roki can just knock the door and then we have the deal. We have a deal for him. Yeah, it's, it sounds like, and we're going to get into this more in a minute. I'm really loud in my own ears. Um, it sounds like if <laughs> Roki wants to come here, the Dodgers want to get Roki-san, and uh, it's all down to his NPB team allowing him to come pitch uh, in the major leagues. But again, more on that a little bit later. I want to uh, talk to you guys a little bit. Sweaty Raider said there was a jump scare. My bad. I did not mean to jump scare. I did turn up the overall volume, I think, on things because on – like on the podcast side of things, the volume is really low. So hopefully this helps uh, some of you guys out. Um, let's see. Diane says, smash that like button on the way in. Absolutely. Always listen to the queen of the chat. Diane Schroeder, do that thing that she said. Mash that thumbs up. It really helps out the channel. Really puts us up in the uh, in the algorithms for sure. Craig Osterberg is in the chat. What is going on, Craig? I be stroking. Also says smash that like button on your way in. Uh, Diane dropping also a Clint Nation. What's going on? Happy Thirsty Thursday, Clint Nation. <laughs> uh, let's see. We got Noah Ortega in the stream. Roy Estrada in the stream. You guys are hanging out. BC in the stream. What is going on? I.E. Doyer, one of my favorites. You're all my favorites, I promise you. You're all like my favorite children or something like that. I don't know. Now this got really weird, really awkward. And I didn't mean to do that. Captain Diego said, I waited all day for this. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I mean, I had some stuff ready. I have some content ready, but I'm going to kind of spread it out uh, over the weekend. That's what she said. I wanted to give some more time, some more breathing room for my my uh, great reunion episode with uh, my guy DMAC underscore LA. If you guys missed it, me and Doug got together on Tuesday. A lot of you guys were here. Very much appreciate the support. And of course, as usual, you know, we could have just left the stream going because me, Doug, and Cody were sitting there for another hour talking on uh, on uh, the, the magic of the internet. But it was a good time, you know. Uh, Miss those dudes and uh, all all of the success in the world, uh, just only to them. Let's say uh, the the knob or THP knob says his GM. I'm assuming we're talking about Roki Sasaki. Already said he's not getting posted. Yes, that is one of the problems. We'll get into that. Sweaty Raider asks, is this Roki guy good? Sources say yes. 
These are sources you can trust, I promise you. Uh, Dodgers 2080, Tim Rogers. If you guys aren't following Tim, by the way, Dodgers 2080, make sure you're following Tim here on YouTube. Uh, he's killing the game right now. Uh, he says, yes, he is good. Best stuff in the world. Roki Sasaki is nasty. I'm telling you, after after watching me, of course, watch some, uh, watch some Roki Sasaki video. I would post video, but I'm pretty sure um, YouTube or, or whatever – NPB, somebody blocks it. You will get a block or you will get a demonetization on YouTube if you post um, certain NPB clips. So I just try to avoid it. Our nervous lunar activity, smash that like button. That's something you guys can do. For every like, I'll have a sip of whiskey and then I will go to the hospital. <laughs> BC said Dodgers are Team Japan. Hey, you know, if they find a way to sign Imanaga and then, and then you add Roki somehow next year, even though it's probably not going to happen, you know. Could be fun. Juice Neros says, I am also in the chat. Juice Neros, what is going on? Cheers to you, my friend. And Diane asked, oh, sorry, that was loud. Diane asked, uh, do you guys like Clint's house better than Clint Nation? Let's take a poll. I do probably got to put a poll out there at some point like that. I don't know that I'm going to change the actual channel name because, again, I have greater, bigger ideas that I want to do with this channel. Uh, hopefully you guys will allow me to do them. Just stick uh, stick with me and uh, we'll we'll have some fun. This beat is sick. I want to take a ride on your... Anyways, never mind. Uh, 275 Vet, not a fan of the Clint Nation name. So we appreciate uh, some people. Uh, the, the fan base, the, the, the great crowd here. You guys, uh, again, kill it on this internet machine. Um... <laughs> I be stroking says Clint clubhouse for the win. Y'all wildin y'all wildin Sarah Morris in the chat. What's going on? Sarah says, I think everyone needs to learn how to understand Japanese because the Dodgers are going to get so many players, uh, so many who, who have played in Japan. Yeah. Uh, my, my Japanese is no bueno. I think I also did not get that wrong or did not get that right. Did not get that wrong or however that goes. And I got to adjust it again. Symmetry guys. Um, might as well. Does uh, might as well just uh, jump straight into the uh, <laughs> Diane says I owe 37 sips of whiskey. So, yeah, your boy, your boy's gonna get pretty toe, toe up from the flow up. So, yeah, let's talk about Roki Sasaki to LA now. Again, admittedly, with, with some of this stuff, I haven't it's it's not something that's going to happen this year. If I don't think it's going to happen or it's not going to happen this year, usually I don't go balls to the wall research on it. I don't want to waste my time doing that when, you know, uh, with all the subscriptions and stuff, I, I owe my dog pats on the head. That was a promise I made for people that subscribe to the YouTube channel. So I get really busy when I'm not here live or I'm not making fire content or something like that. Thank you, sir. Don't want to self aggrandize here, but I did some research. Some of this I feel pretty good about. Maybe if it's not the most accurate, you guys sound off and you let me know. But I think I nailed a lot of what is going on with the with the Sasaki uh, situation. Say that a lot fast. And um, what would be the holdup? What will be the likely holdup? But again, we're already looking forward to rumors next, next off season rumors. And then we're, we're linked to Roki Sasaki by we, I mean the Dodgers, because we are the Dodgers. The new report out of Japan today says the Dodgers, this is quote or quote adjacent. The Dodgers want Roki Sasaki, no matter what. And already they already plan on acquiring him from what we've seen, what we've read, what we have heard. Sasaki really does want to be a Dodger. The Dodgers really want Sasaki to be a Dodger. It seems like a match made in heaven. This Dodgers front office has already been watching this kid. Uh, and we say kid because he is only 22. He, they've been watching his entire the entirety of his uh, professional career, albeit not that long. He's only pitched, what is it, three seasons or two seasons, three seasons in NPB so far. Um uh, a sidebar note, uh, friend, our friend Max Muncie, I say, he hasn't been on my show. Max Muncie joined the guys over at Foul Territory. I've been on their show uh, uh, this week, and he did mention um, that, you know, about uh, Yamamoto and, like, Shohei, particularly Yamamoto. He said, this was a quote, the Dodgers have been watching Yamamoto for a long time, along with Shohei, and this was somebody that they really wanted. He, you know, Muncie said, he told the guys at... Um, at uh, what's that place? I just said foul territory that, you know, 
he, he knew they wanted him. He was just surprised by the money, but that was it. Uh, that was about it. So I think the Dodgers feel the same. I'm going to slow it down. The Dodgers feel about the same when it comes to Sasaki. So if we're talking about Dodgers already plan on acquiring him and they want him no matter what for this report, a hundred percent, it feels like there's some serious smoke behind it. There's some smoke behind these rumors on the rumor meter or whatever uh, uh, Doug would call it. As for whether or not it happens next off season, there's a lot that goes into that to, to save you some trouble. I do not think it happens next off season, but where Sasaki needs to uh, help himself out is by being extremely loud about things and pointing out um, ad nauseum, you know, that he wants to come pitch in the MLB. He wants to come to the States, but uh, he's already been vocal. He wanted to get posted this off season. He probably told his team a little bit late. But he did ask to be a part of this posting process. Did not happen. Was not going to happen in reality. Um, and the reality is it's probably not going to happen next offseason. His team, the Chiba Lot Marines, they have every reason. They have millions of dollars of reasons to hold on to him for at least, a th- what, three more seasons. If If he pitches through the 2026 season, then he's out of the whole... Um, they have the, the minor league or the, the international amateur free agent, um, not free, well, yeah, free agent, like class or designation or whatever it is, um, that status. So if he's has the amateur status, um, right now, cause he's not old enough, he has not accrued enough service time. He has to be at least 25 and pitch at least six seasons in ML and, and NPB. So if he's posted before he would fall under the, the international, um, free agent kind of threshold for major league baseball. And there is a, a, a bonus. They call it the international bonus pool. There's basically a limit that teams, major league teams can pay. And there's severe like penalties if you go over that. So all of those things add up to him not being able to get as much money if he were to be posted next year. And in turn, his team would not get as much money for essentially giving him away. We saw this happen with, uh, Shohei Otani, he signed with the Angels in 2018. You know, um, I had a thing. I wasn't going to, I'm not going to say it, but it was only a minor league deal and it was only worth only $2.3 million. And they, the, you know, the Angels signed him and owned him for six seasons off of that. So the Dodgers would absolutely love to spend from their international bonus pool money. Be, but every team is going to be equally restricted and, and, and like we already said, at this point, the Dodgers want him. It seems, and he wants to come to LA. It seems like it can happen. Uh, it's just, it's not going to happen immediately. Keeps being vocal. Maybe he's going to get that wish. And like, like Timbo said in the, uh, called him Timbo now. Like he said in the chat, you know, we're looking at Sasaki, the pitcher. Dude is absolutely nasty. Maybe not as polished right now as Yamamoto, but he is still young. And that's all the talking I'm going to do right now until we do some more talking. Let's dive into some of the comments and let's see what folks are saying about the the comments are talking about Kenley. So maybe I'm way off in talking about Roki, but um, that I guess we could just move on to that. I guess uh, Doug dropped a video on Sasaki. So check that out. He, he does, uh, he does good words as well and he should have his voice back. Roman L.A. Saints says he already has his uh, uh, Otani shirt, so that's a good one. Let's go ahead and give that a uh, – because that couldn't have been cheap. I.B. Stroken says uh, that he thinks he's considered spam because he donates too much. Is that a thing? I don't know how that works. <laughs> oh, God. Let's uh, – this is – the uh, Bob Nightingale in the chat says new channel name, The Real FRG Spot. There it is, folks. We we got him. Rebecca asking if I'm going to be at spring training. I will. I don't know if I'm going to be going professionally yet. I will be going as a drunkard with friends later on in spring training just before the team heads out to uh, to Korea. So if anything changes, I, I will uh, I will inform you guys and, and try to do something with people out there because at some point, you know, we need to, um, we need to do that meetup we've talked about. 
that Diane has been uh, uh, trying to set up now for years, respectfully, smartly. So we'll do that. Um, apparently, there's some trouble in the chat with IB Stroking. That's what she said. Frankie Lopez says, yo, Clint, what is going on, Frankie Lopez? Hit that thumbs up button for me and for Frankie Lopez. Uh, you know, that's what Mr. John Rod 77 says. I'm going to unlike and like again. I appreciate that because I, I don't know. I don't know if that does anything. Yo, Tawny Jersey won't be here until mid-April for City Boy Chad. That's awful. Well, I'll talk to somebody about it. I don't know anybody. I know you. Are we talking about Kenley? You guys really want to talk about Kenley? Who uh, who would want? Why do you guys? Uh, all right, let's do it. Who wants Kenley back? Why would you want Kenley back? Why would you not want Kenley back? Drop into the chat with that, and then I'll save some thoughts. But I want to hear from you guys first, so I don't, I don't, um, you know, put thoughts into your head or something like that. Adam eight one eight already dropped one in there. Kenley gives up too many homers. You know, he was he was electric to, to open the season last year in Boston. Um, got his, uh, what is it, 400th career save. Throwing harder than he ever had. And then the wheels kind of came off. Still put together a pretty damn good season, but he's owned $16 million. I, I don't want to see Kenley. I'd rather see a Josh Hader. I'd rather see <clears throat> an Emmanuel Classe over a Kenley Jansen reunion. Now, if it's a if it's a... Boston is sending $10 million of that $16 million deal to bring Kenley home. And Kenley comes here knowing that he's not going to be the de facto ninth inning guy. Maybe he'll get the lion's share, but it's going to be a split role with um, Evan Phillips. He's going to be kind of a fireman guy. Then I'm okay with the Kenley Jansen return. But said I wasn't going to talk about it until you guys dropped some uh, thoughts on there. But then I just kept talking. 275Vet says uh, he was better than Craig Crumble. Yes, yes, Craig Crumble was... Um... I have another one. Oh, this was... That was that one. Let's see. Mr. John Rod says the Dodgers need office space in Japan. I agree. Um, they probably have some. BC says Hater could be a bargain. No, he wants to uh, really, really set a... Uh, well, he wants to set a new a new record, a new contract record for a minor league or not minor for a uh, um, closer for a reliever in free agency. So that's not going to happen. Seeing a few Kimbrels in there. Kimbrel, of course, signed with the, 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 the Orioles, which is terrible for them. Uh, so there some people words, some folks are talking about Blake Trinan. He should be back. The team has, um, or there has been reports about his, uh, his progression as well as J.P. Fireisen. I know Doug just uh, dropped his interview with J.P. Fireisen, so that's awesome. Uh, that's somebody that this team thought was going to help them towards the tail end of last season, much like uh, Trinan. But now these guys appear to be in the best spot possible to help next year. So that's going to be um, uh, really beneficial to this bullpen if they could be anywhere near what um, – I guess what they're what the they're the back of their their uh, baseball cards say. If they could just be average, if they could be career norms, that's fine. Sarah Morris says I don't trust Trinan. You know, if if he's not supposed to be a guy who's even pitching in the eighth or ninth inning anymore, that's fine. They have guys who should be able to do that. If Trinan is there alongside Joe Kelly, I feel a lot better than. Trinan being the guy that was saving games for the Dodgers in 2020, even though it worked out. You know, it uh, it could have been uh, could have been better, could have been worse, could have been better. Let's see. I don't know what Clint at bat. Uh, is that the new? Is that also another one of the names? I don't know. I don't know about all these names, but I do know you guys should uh, hit that subscribe button, hit the notification bell to make sure you're here when these damn shows go live. Then you're gonna have a good time. Um, let's. Get down to a couple more comments here. I tried to be more commenty, and then people started talking about Kenley Jansen, and now I just feel like all discombobulated. Osotastic says, I don't want to be in the Kenley Jansen roller coaster of death. Ivy Stroken says, I love Kelly, uh, Kenley, but that ship has sailed. The best days are behind him. I agree. He is, what, 30, going to be 37 this year, 36 or something like that. Pat Dwyer in the chat. What's going on, Pat? Says I would take Hater over Kenley. He's younger and left-handed, and would set up a righty, a right-handed, left-handed closer duo with Phillips. I I had a video about this a week or two ago. 
Um, addressing the hater rumors, I really the only thing I like about really like about Hater is yeah he's he's an electric pitcher and he's left-handed something this team a thousand percent needs. However, do you um, do you want to get it at the premium price? Do you need that guy at the premium price that he's asking right now because they give Josh Hader what he's asking for. They are kind of tapped out when it comes to money, when it comes to luxury tax threshold uh, and that 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 highest that Steve Cohen tier. Um, they they would not be able to uh, they would eat a lot of money. They would have to eat a lot of money if they're going over. I think Steve Cohen on, on his Mets last year paid like one hundred and one million alone just in um in luxury tax threshold, like going over that highest tier. So I don't know that the team is interested in just actively giving away money when they have a decent amount of options already in place right now. Um, Adam 818 says, Otani won't be playing in spring training. Opening day is his goal. That is a good point. I haven't really considered that, even though that was more, more or less mentioned. You know, he's still not that far removed from the elbow surgery that he had which is still not confirmed to be Tommy John, but it's in the Tommy John family. So it's like Susie John or something like that. That's a, that's a man. That is such a bad joke. Mash that thumbs up for bad jokes. But as long as he's ready, as long as he's ready to go, you know, for Korea, he doesn't not, he doesn't need to get that many hacks in, in a game in spring training. That's fine. Just let his, let him get his body loose. Let him go out there and, and, um, you know, compete. We want, we want to see the compete on the field. Just want to stay within himself, try not to do too much, and uh, get some work in, in the cage, and he'll be fine. Um, Diane talking about, I'm assuming talking about Kenley. I don't want to have another 5,000 heart attacks. Rebecca Romero saying no on Kenley to button up the Kenley talk. I think almost buttoning up the Kenley talk. City Boy Chad says uh, Kenley's cutter don't cut. Yeah, but if he's throwing 99 all of a sudden, that might help. Danielle Finn said, and I think I think you said this on Tuesday as well. For my anxiety, please know, and I love it every time I see it. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I was going to talk about the Yamamoto contract details, but that's boring, you know. He's getting paid like $5 million technically this year. He's got a signing bonus. He can opt out, different opt-outs based on uh, Tommy John. You know, it's not really that exciting. Look it up on the internet. It's more of a read than a talk about. But either way, Yoshi's a, a Dodger, and that's the only thing we really, really care about here. Um, the thing I would like to talk about a little bit more is that um, – that trade that happened that didn't even need to happen. The the Dodgers sending Brian Hudson, who they DFA'd to add Yoshinobu Yamamoto to the uh to the forty man roster. They 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 DFA'd Brian Hudson, left handed pitcher, was not gonna get very much time, if any time, at the big league level this year. He was gonna be a taxi dude, probably be DFA'd by June. Because, you know, Dodgers and, and the Mitch White rule of only being able to call dudes up and send them back down, option them, what is it, five times, six times? But they ended up trading him to the Milwaukee Brewers and sadly was not for Corbin Burns. Sadly, not for Willie Adamas. But um, trade away uh, Brian Hudson. And you got uh, this kid, Justin Chambers, from the Brewers. He was just drafted last year, 20th rounder. Um, I think he fell kind of down in the draft because he was committed to Arizona State University. Go be uh, whatever they are. I forgot. They're the Sun Devils. Um, but, you know, he did not go. 
He took the more money. They signed him over slot. Shout out to, I think it was Bruce Kuntz, who uh, tweeted a bunch of great stuff about him on the Twitter machine uh, as at BNicholas7, I think it is, on uh, Twitter. Great follow. Uh, writes over at Dodgers Digest as well. Also does uh, does good work there. But it's a great move for the Dodgers because they were literally going to get nothing for Brian Hudson. Instead, they got an 18-year-old left-handed reliever type that they can mold or they could trash if he doesn't work out. They also are going to get a player to be named later. Sadly, also not going to be Corbin Burns but uh, or Willie Adamas. But they, they got something. They got, they got a lottery ticket for literal scraps in a way because Hudson was going to be released or they were going to try to pass him through waivers and they had, he had an opportunity and maybe now he's actually going to get an opportunity in, uh, in Milwaukee. So um, Andrew Friedman, good, good effing job, bro. Do, doing what he do best. Just saying. I'm going to have a sip. Austin Brubaker in the chat says, good evening, Clint. What's going on, Austin? Good to have you here. Um, what else did I see? <laughs> Carnivorous Lunar Activity likes foul balls with Clint. I don't know about that, but hold on, wait. That's what she said. There it is. I had to push the button. All right, let's do something quasi-serious, and then I have a, a bunch of questions that I want. Uh, I wanted to ask you guys about when it comes to free agency, when it comes to... Um, potential trades and we've already kind of addressed some of them here with you know the thought of um what's that guy's name kenley jansen or whatever i don't know i was all scrambled brain today guys it happens but you know let's talk a little bit of hot stove and really let's address whether or not the dodgers as they stand are good enough as is you know to me this this team does feel good enough to at least go out there for three month test drive and see if anything's broken. If something is broken, if something isn't working out, the outfield isn't, isn't doing what it's supposed to do. Then we'll learn. And the front office is going to go and fix it. But the pitching is fine enough. Even wrote things on paper, hurt my hand a little bit. So push, put an F in the chat for my hand. Um, The pitching is fine. The depth is solid enough. I mean, you got Yamamoto, you got Tyler Glasnow, you got Walker Bueller, Shelby or not Shelby, Bobby Miller, and and Emmett Sheehan. Yeah, you would like to have one more guy, but chances are they're still going to find somebody. They're going to find that. They're going to find that Tyler Anderson type. Um, they're going to find somebody looking for a one-year prove-it deal. And there's plenty of those dudes out there. I did not really. I did not want to talk about them yet. I want you guys to throw some names our way when we get down at the chat a little bit or when we get through this this kind of intro or interlude or whatever the hell we want to call it here. But I, I, I think they'll be fine. Plus, we know this team is going to add three or four more dudes on like a minor league deal just as, at the start of spring training. Um, and presumably, like I feel pretty friggin' confident Clayton Kershaw is going to likely re-sign once the team opens up some space on the 40-man roster, i.e. when they get a chance to put a, a number of injured pitchers on the 60-day IL or a number of injured players on the 60-day IL. So um, that's pitching. Uh, bullpen, you're also in a pretty good spot. You know, The only thing you'd maybe want to see is, is Hayter. Maybe a Josh Hader move just because you want a lefty. I mentioned uh, when I was talking to Doug, Matt Moore is another guy who had a really good year as a, as a loogie coming out of the pen for the Angels, but it's for the Angels, so he's probably got some sort of like like bad badness on him or whatever. Um, but the bullpen is good enough, and it's got enough arms kind of down uh, or that will be starting the year at AAA that could conceivably pitch for this team or really any major league team, if you gave them the opportunity. We're looking at Kyle Hurt. We're looking at Michael Grove. Both of those guys most likely going to be relievers in their careers. And Dodgers fans already got a taste of both of them. They got a, a, a nice taste of Kyle Hurt, uh, who was nasty. And I will be talking about Kyle Hurt a little bit more and other pitching prospects next week on the channel uh, with my friend Casey Porter, Dodgers Daily. I'm also dropping a conversation on Friday with Casey about um, some of the familiar names. You know, Michael Bush, uh, Miguel Vargas, some of the position player prospects and and just some thoughts on that he's a he's a good follow and that it was a fun conversation that will be dropping on friday on the offensive side of things currently there's one bench spot open 
And that's either going to go to you know Vargas or Bush or an outside hire. I don't think they're going to go with an outside hire. Raken Bake just said DFA Barnes. He's a black hole and it's time. They're never going to do that. That's just like the reality of Barnes and how important his role is and how unimportant his production is. If they get anything out of him, that's awesome. Otherwise, it's it's him hitting you know twice in a game or, or twice a week and doing a lot more things on the back end to help out Will Smith, to help out the pitching staff, to help out the coaching staff, um, getting ready for a game day in and day out. Plus, he's one of the better receivers still in the game. Um, Dodgers Daily, Casey's in the chat, says Vargas Bush outside or Pajes. Of course, Pajes could be somebody that could come back. He had the the uh, the shoulder injury and surgery uh, and is not expected back until early early to mid season, but that's somebody, again, you, you go out there and you test drive as Chris Taylor going to be good enough as your starting left fielder or somebody that we can kind of view as a starting left fielder is James Outman going to be more like more consistent because we saw really, really good Jimmy Outman. We saw really, really bad Jimmy Outman. Of course, uh, Doug and I talked about that on um, on Tuesday. I'm going to drop a cut of that, and I added some some thoughts and, and other context to it. Um, so that will be coming this weekend, uh, our conversation about the outfield and my concern kind of you know with, with those starting guys and, and really focusing on, on James Outman. <clears throat> but – if the if all of those guys don't work or one of those guys don't work, there's there's some optionality there. Um, you know, right now with where they're at with CT, Outman, Hayward, even Manuel Margot, um, there's upside there. There's 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 um, there's track record there somewhat, maybe less so with with Outman, but um, you know. Ultimately, you know, if things go right, you're going to be fine. And and if things go wrong uh, or if things go horribly wrong, then you're kind of screwed. But then you have the option of maybe moving Mookie Betts back out to the outfield. And, and you know, Michael Bush will get a chance to be a starting second baseman. Or um, Miguel Vargas will have the chance to be a second, uh, the starting second baseman. There's, there's, there's pieces that can move. There's things that can happen. This team does not need the most help. Daniel uh, Finn, I agree. Uh, she says our our outfield is sketch. That is probably the biggest glaring weakness, or the glaring question mark. Because it it if things go right, like I said, um, as long as things don't go horribly wrong, all around, it could be um, it could be a it could be a plus. It could be really a plus. And this is me trying to you know drink in some positives, I guess. But. Um, Adam eight one eight asks, "Am I worried about the bottom part of the lineup? Uh, when you have the strength of the top, what seven we're looking at? If if we're just looking at the bottom three, it's not that super terrible. Considering one of them is going to be what Hayward, one of them is going to be CT three. If you have you know Chris Taylor and and let's say Gavin Lux batting ninth, that could be really good. It really could. Man, I'm I'm on that copium right now, guys." Again, things just don't need to go bad. That's the only thing Dodger fans can hope for. Just don't let them go horribly wrong. But you know, I did mention like the idea in the outfield of an outside hire. You know, we've we've uh, this week there's been increased, we'll say, the talk about Teoscar Hernandez being linked to the Dodgers. Jeff Passan, you know, mentioned him in passing. Uh, the, the 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 Dodgers being in on Teoscar Hernandez, saying he's in the mix. I just, to me, it's impossible to see this team giving him a multi-year deal because he's looking for four and eighty, four ninety-five, whatever it is. I don't see them going with that. Um, what was it? You know, I, I mean, not much beyond um, the AJ Pollock deal. That's kind of what I see uh, at most. But I just don't see it happening. I don't think they want to marry themselves to another multi-year contract, at least for that long, because we've seen it going um, We've seen it going awry. Uh, Mike Taylor asks, uh, or mentions Tommy Pham. He says, makes no sense with the 298 on base percentage. Now, for a long time, and you guys who, uh, who know, 
who know me and have been watching me for, for years, particularly the last year and a half of doing these or whatever it is of doing the blue heaven. I don't, I've never been a big Tommy fam fan. I would say that kind of changed a little bit after uh, the athletic, I think it was dropped an article about him and about like, he's a dude that's hungry. He really wants his team to be better, to be best, if you will. And, uh, you know, him for him to like shit all over those expensive ass Mets and, and, and mention like some dudes just really not in so many words, not putting in the work, not putting in the effort. You know, he didn't mention who any of this was directed at, but and and what you heard uh, from the Diamondbacks after he joined that team, you heard those players, those those young players uh, talking about what Tommy Pham added to the team. Yeah, you look at. You know, Mike Taylor also mentions the age. You, you look at the 35, you look at the lower on-base percentage, but you also look at the veteran presence. You look at he doesn't need to be a starting left fielder. He needs to be a complement to what they have in the outfield, what they have available in the outfield. Um, he needs to go out there and, and offer some power at the bottom of the lineup, which he can do. Again, you have Tommy Pham batting eighth. This is a dude who was batting third for the World Series contending uh, um, Arizona Diamondbacks. So it's it's a whole different ball game when you're looking at it that way. So the right field pavilion says, I want the Dodgers to sign uh, Fam and Jock and let him fight it out in left field. Oh, man, I love this idea. Fight night at Camelback Ranch. Will you be there? I will be there. Um, Mr. Seabad mentions Fam is a hothead, so he absolutely belongs on the Dodgers roster. Hey, I, I do enjoy the idea of getting somebody with a little bit more spunk and, and fire. I don't. I, I think this team is, like I already said, the whole lead of this segment is this team is good enough as is. Um, you know, with Barnes, Rojas, Margot, and then the bench of, of Vargas and Bush. Like, I don't know even how I feel about a Fam or an Adam Duvall, maybe Adam Duvall for sure, but a Teoscar Hernandez. And I'll note, I would love to have Teoscar Hernandez. He's somebody who's been a good to plus defender in his career. He's somebody that has, when healthy, has a lot of pop. He's shown at times some on-base skills, um, not consistently. You know, he's not somebody that's going to get on base at a 40% clip, but as long as he's getting on base better than 31% of the time, you're okay. Again, this is somebody who's batting 7th, 8th, ninth in your lineup. Um, he's, he's somebody I'm okay with, but if like Kike Hernandez, if they re-signed Kike Hernandez and that's taking away uh, potential at bats for a Miguel Vargas or a Michael Bush, I don't like that. That is something I do not like. You know, if they're going to try to stash Bush in, um, this sounds very weird. They're going to try to stash Michael Bush in, at, at, in the left, in left field or something like that. I don't, I don't know. Uh, Casey and I, Casey Porter talk about a lot about Michael Bush and, and, um, you know, Casey's thoughts about where he does end up defensively. So tune in channel to the channel on Friday. I'm going to push, uh, I'm going to push Well, first I'm going to click this so it doesn't do the thing. And then I'm going to do this and then I'm going to do that to tell you to subscribe and hit that notification bell and do the thumbs up and all that kind of stuff. But again, that is what I, I kind of feel in that. I would I would hate to see some of these dudes take away opportunities from um from Bush, from Vargas, and you know I feel I feel a lot better honestly about Bush and Vargas after talking to Casey Porter about it. So stay tuned for that. Um, uh, David Gutierrez says uh, we need to ask Hernandez or Randy Rosarena. Now now when you're talking about Randy Rosarena, that is that is full court press to me. That is stop everything you're doing. How many guys do they want? We got enough of them. You know, they can throw in two pitchers and two and Michael Bush and one other lower guy. Um, like I am fine <laughs> losing those dudes for somebody of of the the talent, the bravado, the everything that comes with I'm uh, moving my hands a lot. That's how excited I am about Randy Arozarena. Um it's not gonna I don't think it's gonna happen. Uh, uh somebody or Doug had mentioned that Bob Nightingale mentioned to him that the Rays just aren't incentivized. They're not in a hurry to move him the same way right now. The White Sox aren't in a hurry to move Dylan Cease. Yeah. If you throw the right deal their way, they'll trade him. These teams will trade him, but that's never been the Dodgers MO. That is not Andrew Friedman's MO. They wait for this market. Unless your name is Shohei Otani or Yoshinobu Yamamoto, they wait for the market to come to them. And if it doesn't come to them, sorry, you're not going to be a Dodger. 
I saw there was a chat on on Tuesday. I loved that that uh, you know somebody saying these free agents should be calling the Dodgers to want to come play here. You know, I know I would be. But mention Duvall a little bit. Uh, you know, if you're looking for a bopper, somebody that's you know kind of been there, done that. He's a dude. He's definitely a dude. And if he's okay with like, we'll we'll call it a JD Martinez deal. Um, if you're looking at whatever it is, ten to fifteen million a year, and and just having it be one year, then you're in a good spot. But you know, he's somebody that in this market should be able to get to three, four-year deal, maybe maybe not that much. I, I think, I mean, Adam Duvall has been in the league for so damn long. I forgot myself how old he is, so let's look that up on the Internet. So he's, he's, uh, he's an age, he's 35, so maybe a two-year deal he might be looking for. But still, if it's one year and an option, like a player option or a, a mutual option or whatever, I, I would open be very open to Adam Duvall. Again, he's somebody who, who has pop. He doesn't really get on base but he doesn't need to be out there every single day he's somebody that's not really a a a spot starter or what have you but he's somebody that um or a platoon or what have you because he would not be platooning with another right-handed batter and and chris taylor but it just gives you that defensive versatility in the event that you know year two for james outman does not go well and you have to move chris taylor to center or James uh, or Jason Hayward to center or whatever it may be. Um, will they get Duvall? I, I don't know. I mean, when, when they signed JD Martinez last year, that was shocking. So, and with how these last two off seasons have gone, like I almost don't know this for an office anymore because of the moves they make and the kind of moves that they don't make. Would you guys rather see Justin Turner come back over somebody like an Adam Duvall? Because we never talk about JT. It's not like JT would not hurt or would not help. It's old, but get him 80, 80 starts at third base, have Max bounce back and forth between second and third. Now we're just having fun. Now we're letting the whiskey talk. Rake and Bake says, no more X's. I like it. King Yellowman as well. No JT. Blake or Black Death. I don't know if I did that right. Um, it went away. It says, get Randy. A lot of people, of course, want Randy or Rosarena. Sarah, Sarah Morris says, Bush can learn to play left field. Of course, he did go out there uh, in uh, at, at AAA last year, tried to play some left field. They gave him some opportunities there. I'm sure he's going to get a lot of opportunity this coming spring training to move him all around. Rake and Bake says, cheers, though, my man. Cheers to you, Rake and Bake. Appreciate you. Um, N rocks says JT and Jansen big N O I, for the greater part agree. I would probably take JT over like a Kenley Jansen. <laughs> Not probably. I would take a JT over Kenley Jansen, but if it's, that's it. If, uh, if JT would be okay in a more part-time in a more reserve role, which he has not proven himself or he doesn't want to do quite yet. Even at 39, he does not want to be in a part-time role. And Hey, he put together a hell of an off offensive season with the Red Sox last year. Yeah, sure. His swing profiles great off of that red, uh, that great monster, red monster, but still no Ortega says JT. Yes. As a coach, couple years, give it a couple years. Um, Diane, uh, Diane Schroeder as well says, uh, JT will come back as a coach. Mike Taylor says, I like JT's hitting skills. Again, if we're looking at JT and that's somebody who's batting sixth, seventh, eighth, uh, or yeah, sixth, seventh, eighth in your lineup. I feel pretty damn good about that. Still might even at his advanced days might be a better defender than Max Muncy too. I, I'm sorry. I keep going back and forth on Muncy and like being mean for no reason, not no reason, but just. Being mean and then being um, positive and having hope. Gus L. in the chat. What's going on? Gus says, fire Dave Roberts and hire Justin Turner. We got a fire Dave Roberts in the chat. We always love a fire Dave Roberts. Um, Mike Taylor says, a Rosarena is overrated. Had one or two good years around 2020. Um, I think he's fairly rated. I think he would he would be exceptional. He would be a standout in L.A. Even with all of the stars this team already has. Like... I keep I keep saying it. I've been saying it this entire offseason since I uh, returned from the dead. You know, give me Randy Wood in left field. 
That's going to be fun. That's going to be a vibe. You guys remember him in the World Baseball Classic, uh, particularly in Arizona, going off with the fans there, signing gloves, doing the doing the pose, hurt my back a little bit. Like that in L.A., this team a couple years ago, like under the JT, we'll call it the, the Justin, or, uh, Justin Turner regime, that kind of showmanship would have been frowned upon. <laughs> you go back to the Adrian Gonzalez era, very frowned upon. Shout out Yasiel Puig. But now it's a different era, you know? Give me give me uh give me Randy Rosarena leading off. Shohei Otani hitting behind him. And oh by the way, we haven't even talked about Freddie Freeman and Mookie Betts yet. Pretty goddamn good lineup. Uh King Yellman says JT can't play three B anymore. I, I think he would be okay playing like three days a week. Not the greatest. I feel like he would be okay. Bob Student 10. Interesting name. Appreciate you hanging out with us. Bob Student 10. JT, too expensive for subpar defense. Well, if he's looking, definitely if he's looking to get more um, than the 16, I guess it would have been uh, owed to him uh, with Boston. Yeah, no, not at that price. We're talking about 10. 10 million with some incentives or something. I don't know how that works, but I don't, you know, also with what the Dodgers at, maybe it's best to just kind of leave it alone and let his return be more permanent when he comes back in a coaching role down the road. I be stroking says we can use JT as a closer career. Zero, a zero ERA still got it. This is the part where I feel like I really would like, do the tagline, like, like call like a, a talk radio show, like call this number, you know, five, 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 whatever. I don't know. Just whenever I want to take my drink. Anyways, that was just internal thoughts with FRG. Glenn Christensen says we already have a DH Otani. I'm not talking about any of these guys DHing. These guys would need to be, uh, <laughs> would need to be, um, uh, useful on the field in some way, shape or form. Cause now hell, at least last year, in an absolute pinch, you could throw J.D. Martinez in left field. You can't do that with Otani. You are very much, you know, limited when it comes to uh, some defensive versatility. Uh, I.B. Stroken says, Clint on the verge of getting tennis elbow and the way he's taking those shots. Yes, sir. Having my uh, keeper's heart. Sorry, I, I didn't have a keeper's heart, heart glass, so I went with the gym beam. But um, any booze sponsors out there, hit me up in the DMs. Happy to drink your stuff. Saw one right here. Paul Charles. I love this one. Love to have uh, Luis Robert Jr. as well. It's my buddy uh, uh, Jeff Snyder calls him Lou Bob. I'm sure more people call him that. I did that, have that uh, written in my notes to kind of mention, you know, as the trades, as potential trades to um, add to this roster or to be the outside hires or what have you. Talking about, you know, Corbin Burns and, and a Willie Adamas deal, uh, uh, Shane Bieber and uh, – Emmanuel Classe, which I I don't I'll note I don't think any of these deals happen, uh, or the Dylan Cease and, and Luis Robert. I mean, dude hit 38 bombs last year. He's got pop. He's not, you know, he. You're losing a step in, on defense, but still, if you're able to add 38 home runs, and now all of a sudden your lineup is getting that much longer, that's a dude who pushes, um, Will Smith down into the sixth or seventh hole. And then whatever, Max Muncy's batting behind them. You're looking at an insanely stupid lineup. But like I mentioned on, uh, on what is it, Tuesday's stream with Doug. I told Doug, told you guys before, we don't need, we need to see this team have a superstar, an all-star at every single position. There's something to having, you know, the grit and, and panache of randos all around the field. Oh, and by the way, the randos we're talking about, 2021 all-star Chris Taylor, five-time, was a five-time all-star, eight-time all-star, whatever the hell it is, one-time all-star. I forget. Uh, Jason Hayward didn't write. You have Mookie, uh, Freddie, um, whatever you're going to get out of Gavin Lux, three-time, I think it is, all-star with Max Muncy, one-time all-star. Like the star power of, of with uh, Will Smith, the star, star power is there on this team, and it doesn't need to be in every single damn spot. But if we're looking, if we're nitpicking, if we're trying to find some holes or some areas of concern, those are the spots we kind of look at. Randy Rosarino would be real fun. Just saw another comment about it. 
Bob Nightingale says, take on the Yelich contract. Yelich contract. If we get Corbin Burns, I forgot. Uh, I think it was Jeff Snyder when I had him on uh, a couple weeks back. Check it out. I think that episode still holds true. Good stuff with Jeff Snyder, of course, locked on Dodgers. But he mentioned that, like throw in the Yelich contract, have another one where the uh, another deal where the Dodgers eat some money. I still think one thing this team is playing up against is that Steve Cohen uh, luxury tax threshold tier. That's one of the like one of the worries I, I do believe this team has. Plus, I'm not very high on just like N Rocks. I'm not very high on Christian Yelich at this point in his career. Yeah, he had like a bounce back year in um, in 23, but it wasn't a great year by any stretch of the imagination. It was it was mid. Adam eight one eight says Yelich is washed. Words are hard. Bob Student 10 says, Kike brings it in the postseason. Yeah, it does at times. But um, I don't know. I just, I'm, I'm, you know, Kevin Uhas has uh, mentioned the exes. All our exes live in Texas, worth knowing. Oh, I lost that one. Anyways, but about the idea of not going in on the exes. The only ex I would be okay with ish is Justin Turner. But. There are a lot of stipulations, in uh, in my opinion. All of that, I think we're we're pretty much right at the uh, the get the hell out of here. You know, this is almost a um, oops all comments episode, which is fun. Hope you guys had some fun uh, doing this along the way. Three stream week for your boy. Um, keep an eye out on the channel. We do have, I do have some cool stuff coming again, the chat with, uh, Dodgers daily, Mr. Casey Porter, that will be dropping on Friday. And then over the weekend, I'm going to have a couple of cuts, uh, from my conversation with Doug. Um, but I'm going to add, kind of add some new thoughts to those, uh, to those cuts, those, uh, those moments from the live stream that dropped on Tuesday. So, all of that and more here on the All Dodgers uh, uh, YouTube channel. So make sure you hit that uh, thumbs up button. Hit the subscribe button. Hit the notification bell if you want to know whenever we do go live. For sure, we're trying to go live every Monday and every Thursday at 7 p.m. Pacific time. I am Real FRG on the social media places. Follow me there if um, you want very infrequent tweeting. I need to get better about it. I'm waiting for the season to get here. We are just under, just over a month away from spring training, from pitchers and catchers reporting, from the happiest moment, from my favorite holiday each year, pitchers and catchers reporting. We are just over a month away from that, guys. So just wait it out. Shit's going to get real. Anyways. Okay, thanks. Bye. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.